You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Okay. Happy Monday. Welcome back. We are diving into the second of four parts in this February meditation series. And this series is exploring a a cycle of waking up, a cycle of deepening our practice from the most surface level to ever deepening layers that sort of bring the heart space into the practice. You know, we t- I think we talk often about compassion-based practices, and I think we use words like heartfelt and heart space and center of the heart a lot in meditation. But it can be easy to sort of miss the bridge between mindfulness, which is really about the mind, and heartfulness, which is really about the way we move through the world. And so this series I'm hoping is creating the bridge for all of us so we really understand where our practice is going and potentially offering some steps for helping it to deepen. And so you'll remember we started the first um, class of this month with the focus of simply paying attention which we have talked about in these meditation classes time and time again. I mean, this is like step one foundational. If you're going to meditate, this is the first thing you have to teach your brain how to concentrate. You have to find a way to be able to stay in the present moment, right? And we talked a little bit about perhaps shifting the lens of that paying attention. So it's not just a sort of like a tiss, 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 wag the finger, pay attention, but it is the every single time I sit down, can I do this as if it was the very first time? As if I had no idea what thoughts I was going to think or what feelings I was going to feel or what the experience might feel like for me today. So it's this deep paying attention of like an, a totally unknown landscape. This is the paying attention that we start with. And as we work that practice, as we show up time and time again, we sit on the cushion, we close our eyes And we begin to practice paying attention deeply and curiously. Something happens and our practice starts to shift. And, you know, for me, the shift was really this. At some point, my practice stopped being a you should do this to do on my list every day to the ultimate luxury of my day. It shifted from a to-do to a gift. And that's where we're going in this practice. We're going to start to explore how do we experience our meditation practice as a gift? 
because indeed it's what it is, right? I mean, it is the ultimate luxury in time. I don't care if you're meditating for five minutes. That's five minutes for you to potentially sit down and not do anything else, not respond to a text, not scroll through social media, not be pulled by 15 different emails and three kids and two dogs and whatever else might be happening in your space in the moment. Whether it's five minutes or 20 minutes, it is a gift of time, a gift of being with the simplicity of your breath, and quite honestly, a gift to be able just to relate to yourself, perhaps in a way we don't do any other time during the day, which is to say mindfully, right? We can relate to ourselves mindfully versus be on autopilot with how we normally are chattering away at ourselves in the back of our head. So, you know, the interesting thing about starting to pay attention to the gift of practice is I have found the moment you start to acknowledge that something is a gift, suddenly 30 other gifts tumble out of that gift and you're like awash in the awareness of the gifts that fill these moments that just yesterday were completely mundane and meaningless and flew right by with no awareness. So um, you probably know, if you listen to the last episode, I'm reading Braiding Sweetgrass, which really, um, in essence, gave the backbone to this series. It's the piece that like put this all into place for me to offer in this way for you. And the chapter that I just read, the author takes a class on indigenous basket weaving. And she does it using the wood of a black ash tree. And so she writes about this experience of cutting down the tree and seeing the inside, the growth rings of the tree and seeing how this tree has grown over 30 plus years. And then they cut the tree into strips. And from the strips, they then shave it into these like ribbon-like pieces that they're going to use to make a basket. And these are all novices. None of them have done this before. They're learning how to do this. So there's quite a bit of error. And in the step between creating the ribbon-like strands of wood and before they weave the baskets, their teacher asks them to stop and look down at the ground. And they look down and they take in the piles of splintered wood and wood that was too gouged to use or too thick or too thin, the shavings, the dust, the wood chips, all of it, all over the forest floor. And the teacher sort of gently reminds them that this 30-year-old tree just offered up its life as a gift for these baskets. And are you sure you want to just walk all over these tree shavings that were offered to you as a gift? And so then the next step before they weave the basket is they gather all this scrap wood up. They divide it into piles of this is, you know, good for practicing with other novices. This is going to be good for making decorative pieces. This is good for tinder. They create use for all of the pieces because it was a gift. And when I was reading this story, I started to just feel through 
how that extrapolates out into literally almost every single thing we touch in a day, right? I mean, easily wood, right? Easily. We all likely have a piece of wood furniture in our homes. We have a book or paper that we write on or type on, right? Trees that have given their lives to be paper and books and desks to write on top of. And food, easy, another one so easy, right? It's so easy to acknowledge the universe, the earth, the sky, the rain, the farmer, the truck driver, the packagers. I mean, we could go on and on and on. And you see how the minute you're like, oh yeah, food is a gift. My cup of coffee this morning was a gift. I could probably go on for hours tracing all of the separate individual gifts that fed into this one gift of my cup of coffee this morning, right? And so now we'll take this sort of tangible example and let's bring it into the metaphysical. Let's bring it into our meditation practice. Because you know as well as I do, you sit down, you close your eyes and something happens, right? You think a particular way, you fall asleep or you don't, you feel a certain feeling or you don't. And likely, especially if you've practiced for a little bit, you're starting to notice patterns, right? You're paying attention, you're noticing patterns. The very first pattern I noticed when I was meditating was I spend 99% of my time planning. I am a planner like nobody's business, and it does not matter if I am meditating, if I am answering emails, or if I am binging Netflix, I am planning in the back of my head. This is what I'm going to do tomorrow. This is what I'm going to do in 30 minutes. This is how I'm going to do it, and I'm going to get it done at this time so I can do the next thing. And that knowledge, the day I sat down on a cushion and I silently said to myself, oh my God, I'm planning again. What a gift. Because suddenly I had this new lens to view what was happening all day long in my life. No wonder I'm tired. No wonder I feel overwhelmed all the time. I don't ever stop thinking about all the things I have to do. But I can. Now that I see that's what I'm doing, what a gift. And so every thought, every feeling, even the most frustrating of meditation practices, in essence, is saying, from your soul to your little ego self, here's a gift. Here, see this thing that you have the ability to interact with, to change, to shift, or to grow. It's a gift. And so this is where our practice is going to work tonight is creating the lens to view our experience as gift. And so we certainly are going to meditate just as we always do. And we're going to settle into that nice chunk of silent space, usually 10 minutes. And in it, all those things are going to happen that normally happen when you meditate. And whether it is transcendent, blissful quiet or the most anxious filled thoughts yet our practice today is going to be can I view this as a gift 
And I'll just take, you know, a second to acknowledge the potential difficulty with this. Because it's all well and good to talk about everything is a gift when we are safe in our homes and we have enough to eat and we have clothes to keep us the right temperature. You know, when we have the fundamental layers of safety, it's pretty easy to talk about gifts. When there's nothing hugely traumatic happening in our lives in the moment, it's pretty easy to talk about gifts. And so I I offer that up just to simply acknowledge that there might be places where you hit a barrier and you feel like, mm, I want to I want to argue the everything's a gift thing, right? I, and that is well within your rights. And for the sake of our practice, can we look for what might be a gift? If it feels like there are things that show up that you just literally cannot be with as a gift in this practice, that's okay. And you can let that be as it is a part of your practice. And could even the acknowledgement, no, I can't do that right now. Could that be a gift? That inner sense of I am wise enough to know what will keep me safe. That's a gift, right? And so we'll each work at whatever level feels accessible for us in the practice. And as we do, I just want to pull in one other element before we practice. I'm going to bring back in the pieces that we first worked with in the Martin Luther King Day class, um, which was, if you want to go back to it, it was titled, What to Do with Hate. And in that class, you'll maybe remember that we brought in three elements that we can add to the practice to infuse a sense of sacredness and receptivity to a more heartfelt space. And we're going to pull those back in tonight because that's what we're asking of ourselves. Can I view all my thoughts? Can I view all my feelings? Can I view my experiences as gifts? that needs a little sacred container to hold it. And so those three elements are we start our practice by making an offering. An offering can be as uh, small as lighting a candle, burning incense, ringing a bell, simply bowing down and offering up your heart, your confusion, your joy, your despair, whatever's there, just offer it up, make an offering. I offer this to my practice. And then as we settle in, we request blessings. And this I think is especially poignant for this practice in gift receiving. We request blessings from our spiritual teachers, from their teachers, from our ancestors or our or cultural lines, from artists and thinkers, anybody who inspires us. And all we have to do is just simply silently say to ourselves, please blank. Please infuse my practice with grace. Please offer up insight. Please support me. Whatever feels right, we request that blessing. 
And then at the end, the last piece is we give it all away. Because that's the whole point of the practice is we're not meant to be hoarders of these gifts. We offer it all back up for the benefit of all beings. Okay, so let's practice together. If you've already been seated, take a minute just to wiggle around. You can uncross your legs. You can cross them the other way. You can let your hands rest down onto your lap. And when you're ready, you can let your eyes drift closed. As always, you are welcome to keep a soft gaze down towards the earth if that feels a little safer for you. And before we dive too deeply into the practice, let us just begin with a breath. A deep inhale in and a sigh out of the mouth. A deep inhale in through the nose and a nice full sigh out of the mouth. Allowing your breath to flow freely. And letting this practice begin with an offering. Perhaps you lit a candle earlier that you want to acknowledge. Perhaps you simply want to offer up yourself, your experiences, your feelings right now. Offering something to your practice. And your breath flows. And you silently say to yourself, Now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you call out your intention in this way, perhaps you can allow yourself to sit a little more fully. Allowing the hips and the thighs to relax. The spine to gently extend upwards. Feeling the crown of the head reaching up and back. Letting go across the expanse of the forehead. And softening around the eyes. Letting go along the line of the jaw, the inner cheeks, 
perhaps feeling a sense of space inside the mouth. Breath moves out across your shoulders. Maybe the shoulders can draw back and down just a touch. Softening the muscles through the chest. Letting go through the belly. We breathe in this easy, relaxed way. And silently, we call out for blessings, asking our teachers, our ancestors, our guides to help support our practice, to help us see the gifts that unfold. feel ready, you'll steer your attention towards your breath, perhaps just inside the nose, so that as you breathe in, you're feeling the air move into your body. And as you breathe out, you're feeling the air move out of your body. This is paying deep attention. the feeling, experiencing of each and every breath. And as we drop into about 10 minutes of silence, will continue to pay attention to the breath. And to each distraction, to every thought 
feeling or story that shows up. Just take a little second to silently say thank you. What a gift. Thank you. I receive this gift. And then return to the feeling of the breath. Allowing each gift to arrive and unfold within your awareness.
feeling this next breath. And feeling the breath as a gift. Noting how it feels as you deepen the inhales and the exhales. Perhaps straightening up your spine a bit if you slumped over. Wiggling your fingers, your toes, just feeling into those edges. As you feel ready, you'll draw your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer. Bow your chin down. Take a moment now just to offer up everything that just unfolded for you. The good, the bad, the transcendent, the confusing, all of it. Offer it up. May this practice benefit all beings everywhere. Drawing in one final deep breath. Exhaling out a sigh. Taking all the time you need to blink your eyes open to let go of your practice. Thank you all for practicing this evening. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.